All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast, where I am Griffbase15, and I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how's it going? <laughs> um, I didn't realize I was going to have a, a different co-host today. <laughs> that's... Oh. That's yeah. awkward. <laughs> you called it. You called me your good friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. So we. I mean, technically, we we're here last week for the roundtable, but we weren't here here last week on a Monday night. So, um, yeah, there's there's stuff to talk about because we didn't even talk about the road ahead on the roundtable. How funny is that? It's been yeah. Too- we talked about some of the elements there, yeah. I guess, but yeah. Yeah, no, there's stuff to talk about for sure. Um, and yeah, there's there's stuff to talk about for sure. And like gun guns and stuff. I'm sure, that'll be exciting. I mean, is there stuff to talk about in the road ahead? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll probably have to talk about your bad attitude a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's not a bad attitude. It's a true attitude. Uh, Rokarin is begging for it. (laughs) Rokarin has probably got a bad attitude, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we also have 5v5 coming. Some people say it's the true game mode. Some people say bring on 3v3. We have that to talk about tonight. Um, And what's interesting that one thing that's interesting to talk about that was not in the road ahead was the new the new style marquee events that are going to both save people money and lose people money at the same exact time. It's quite amazing what CG has pulled out of their hat this time. Yeah, I didn't see the the new marquee thing coming. Um, I guess good for them though. I, yeah, I, it seems seems like a win win, honestly. <laughs> except for my wallet because i haven't spent on a marquee in a while and i was like huh it actually makes some sense to to spend two of the gamble pack uh refreshes on these marquees oh i know i i, I was like man i bought more gamble packs today than i've like bought than i bought like since i hurt myself on bocaton all those years right. ago <laughs> yes where yes. i just show people where on the doll uh <laughs> cg hurt you <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say bokatan hurt me but yeah it's, it was ultimately cg yeah <laughs> right here in the wallet section um right. they're like your butt you're like no the wallet <laughs> just, just my wallet <laughs> uh yeah so for those of you that have been living under a rock uh cg changed the marquee structure with Boss Nass, and in theory, it's supposed to be for all the Tuscans, where if you unlock just, a four-star... You just called them Tuscans. I did. <laughs> tell, tell me you think they're a worthless faction without telling <laughs> me that you think they're a worthless faction. <laughs> uh, that was that was an excellent <laughs> slip there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the Gungans. That's that's what it is. Uh, Misa, sorry. Um <laughs> Yeah, no. Would you if you unlock a four star or five star or six star Gungan, you get five free shards per day per star after three, which is 
actually really nice. It's going to let, if if you're a spender, you don't have to do full gamble packs. You can get each Gungan for roughly the price of soft whaling and unlock them in week one. That's, that's a nice little uh, bonus there. Oh, it really is. It's it's a nice one. Um, how how many have you? Uh, how many how many stars did you get yours too? Uh, I just did four star. I bought two gamble packs, got to the four star, and left it at that. I figure we'll see what happens in the future. But with Boss Nass, he's probably going to be farmable because he's the first one. Yep. So there's no need to spend as much on him. No, I I absolutely agree with with that. Um, I I ended up rolling uh like one. It wasn't like a a high roll. It was like, it was okay, you know. But it, it's one of those rolls that it's like it ultimately makes like almost no real difference. But um, like I'm trying to remember if it was like thirty or something. Like I got I got a a better gamble pack than you ever think you're gonna get. Yeah, twenty five. I think is what it was. I'm looking at the charge numbers that you can get. So I I went up to five stars on mine, okay. and so now now I'm getting ten shards a day, and I, it, it, honestly it's a little bit nice too because then you get uh you know you, you get you get omicrons and stuff as well, yeah. not not that that's the true reason to be doing it, but um I was like oh I've, I don't think I've ever gotten a character to five stars just uh, you know from gamble packs and then waited. Like I, that's, right. that's that's actually that, that's like the half whale. Like we we do like the light whale where we just wait until shipments. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe buy the thirty dollar pack or twenty dollar whatever they got at the time. Um. But, uh, like like the the middle option there between like just full blown kraken and like actual like light whaling, it's like the mid whale option right there is um. You can buy. You can go up to five stars. So then you get some Omicrons. Like, you get a little added value for, you know, partially whaling out early. Yeah, yeah, it is. I like this. Um, and I've, I'm really curious, not that we'll ever see the analysis, but is this getting people to spend more money? Or is it get... I, I think it is. Um, because it's going to convince pe more people to spend $20 than would soft whale um so i mean i hope i hope people take advantage of this so that they keep it going forward because it's it's me friendly i don't know if it's necessarily all player friendly but it's me friendly so let's keep this up cg um i like it right i i would be interested to know like what their profit margin is or whatever you want to call it like how much are they making if it's actually that profitable for them but I mean, it seems like it because a lot of people are like, "Oh man, I never do this," but I I have him at four stars. I have him at five stars randomly. Like people are just right. like, like they're so impressed by their daring. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> "I can't believe I did that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, either man, that's crazy of you. Let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have seen a lot of people talk about buying the gamble packs, a lot more than I've ever seen say that they've bought them um yeah. so at least for this first one i guess we'll see how it lasts for the rest of the gungans but at least for this first one i've seen a lot more people 
getting the gamble packs or at least talking about the gamble packs than I've seen in the past. Yeah, well, I, and I would say that the boss nest one, it, it's cool to like the, the proof and concept and, you know, like it gives us kind of early warning, but uh, boss nest is the least important to do it on. Like if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to save your crystals to buy gamble packs for uh, later Gungans, like do it for the last two Gungans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those last two, those last two, I will probably get up to at least five star. Um, I I have, I just haven't been spending crystals in the game apparently. So before this week, I had thirteen hundred saved because I just wasn't spending extra crystals. You know, so I was just doing my normal uh, farms. So. I'm pretty much just going to use those crystals on Gungans and not spend any actual money on it. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that would be awesome. I actually, I, I have to be really careful with my crystals now. Cause I, I was telling you just before we got in here, Um, I think this, this coming month, I think March, I, I don't know if something crazy happens, I, I might have to go back on it, but I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to do my damnedest to just, not spend any money. I'm gonna go free to play for a month and use all that money to buy PlayStation Five so I can play the new Final Fantasy game. <laughs> That's fair. I, I can't argue with that logic. Um, <laughs> but it just means I have to be, you know, if, if if ever there was a time for me to have an eight and one season, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> but, come uh, on, guys, do it for Final Fantasy. <laughs> That that's the real reason that I have so many crystals saved up is uh I uh I went eight and one this season. <laughs> so right. those those crystals add up really fast. Of course now I'm I'm back in the top one hundred and I'm not going to go eight and one this season, but um you know it, it did its job. That's the important part. Right. Well, you you had a relaxing three v three, right? At least yeah. you know a three v three where you could talk down to the rest of us. You're like, well, it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, um, I, and honestly, like, I, 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 I want that for myself as well. I would love, I would love to to just fall into whatever you know. Like, yeah, I, I've done that before. I've done that before where I'm like, all right, my final fight, I'm just not going to win. I'm going to just choose not to clear and hopefully they clear me. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and then, and then I have a pretty easy season, but it's just funny because I went six and three and like you went, you went eight and one and no. um, who else went eight and one? Someone else but in our group. Um. And yeah, I I went I went six and three and I just I look like a peasant compared to you. <laughs> the record my record is so good, really. But yeah, I feel yeah right. Six and three is a fantastic season. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy with it. <laughs> it. I mean, I'm not happy with where I'm at, where I placed, but you know, right. It's fine. So I, I've all the erodium. I haven't looked. Did all the erodium accounts pile in? Uh, which, uh, not yet, but it's still early in the join. Um, hmm. So we'll see. We'll see if they do. 
Yeah, I don't see any of them actually. Maybe what's this Wula? Uh, there's one that's above where Aesop is. I only <laughs> see one of them though. I wonder if CG did something and fixed it somehow. Nah. I mean, it's just that they don't join. Like I, I've I've talked about this with a bunch of people, and they're like, "I don't get it." There was the, CG clearly did something. There's thirty at the top, and there's only like ten in at the top now. It's like, yeah, that's because they got there because they don't join. So them not right. joining for the first week, like, isn't necessarily surprising, considering that's the reason they got there. Um. So I doubt CG fixed it. I hope they fix it soon, though. It's getting a little absurd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It really is. Um. But yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to just. We'll just have to see what um, what ends up happening. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, the the only people it's really punishing are people at the top, 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 top. Um. Right, you know, like the top eight kind of people, and you know, I'll venture into that that zone every once in a while. But that's this not a place. It, it, usually, I I get to the point where I'm like, man, every single person is just been so ridiculously good, I, and I I just don't change my defenses. Like I I shouldn't shouldn't be here. So sometimes I'm just like, Ugh, okay, I'm I'm just I'm happy to lose. Thank you. <laughs> you know right yeah that's oh it's gonna be an interesting season for me this this time no there hasn't been enough people to join around me though to see who is gonna be in my pod um, yeah yeah what oh, what's your skill rating right now 3859 Okay, so I'm I'm just a little bit above you, so we won't we won't get. I'm a seventy one, so I'm uh, uh, like twelve. Over, twelve is enough to separate us. We won't be in the same group. Probably. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If we want to take another break, that's another. Um... <laughs> that is the perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Um. Are you ready? Are you ready for the season of cheese? Dude. I just here's here's going to be how it's going to send a message to myself cuz I can't decide what I'm going to do. Will I remod dash to be slower than bam? If I will, then I'm probably going to have an okay season. If I don't, um I might still have an okay season, but I'll have one less tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you should just be like me. I did it for 3v3 and just never switched it back. So <laughs> I am I currently have a 318 BAM and a 317 dash. Oh dear lord. Are you you're using speed mods for BAM? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean that was that was for the Tuscan counter and like I said I just didn't switch them back. That's fair. I just um I I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to have to remod two characters. If I could just remod dash. Let's see how fast is my, my BAM isn't 300 though. I don't think. Let me see. I'm a 285 without speed mods on him. Yeah. And that's unlikely to change that much. Maybe I get lucky on a couple rolls, but I, I don't even have enough rolls to get there. Yeah, so... Uh, probably... I have to make my dash really slow, and my dash is already, like, 
what 360 base or something like that yeah like that's a lot of speed that's just going to be sitting around and and what happens with really fast mods and stuff is like i could just have them sit there and do nothing which i mean that feels like a waste but if i lend them to someone that it's just muddies the water and it's really tough to get those mods back yeah yeah, right. he's he's a three sixty five. Like that's a that's a that's a fast dash, and it's really tough to, um, you know, they're all they're all over twenty five speed uh, on him. So it's a uh, right. I don't I don't want to I don't have to try to pry those out of uh, some Gungan's hands. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I you know I'm leaving Bam the way he is, and I still don't know how I'm going to use him. Like. I, I don't know. Um, Ray Bam does beat everything. So maybe, maybe I'll do that. But at the same time, like, Bo beats everything. And everything else beats everything right now. Like, I don't know. I was about to say, do you really need Ray? Like, do you need, <laughs> are you so peasantish that you need a galactic legend to win? <laughs> well,. Uh, it depends. It depends. Um, like it depends what I'm going up against. If you're going up against Inquisitors, you need the Galactic Legend. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I I've I have no clue. Like I, here's what I expect. I expect on every single defense we're gonna see Inquisitors. <laughs> I expect on every single defense we're gonna see Saw and. I expect on every single defense we're gonna see uh Gideon. Guillotine, nice. Guillotine, yes. Like that's that is my expectations for the front bottom of every every defense I open up this season. Yeah, that, that might be that might be okay. I, I mean we'll see. We'll just have to see what, you know, if, if it's gonna be people choose to go the Galactic Legend on defense route or if they choose to Choose to go with the Inquisition, and uh, because uh, you know what, what kills? I don't, I don't know what's killing Inquisition right now. Um, Neither do I. That's why I'm expecting to see it on defense. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just trying to think. Like, like, do Imperial Remnants do it? Do um, what about what about like Malgus? I have a feeling Malgus is going to have a part to play in all of this. Malgus is going to struggle against. The Inquisitors. Could be. Well, the sides are. I think you're going to win, but it's going to be for, like, dropping 10 banners because I don't know which sides you're going to use that are going to survive the Inquisition AoEs. The Blender. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, it just depends, too. I mean... Yeah, they. It's gonna. It's just there's a lot of there's a lot of factors, I guess. That yeah, you know. You you know what it's gonna be in week two. It's gonna be Bane. <laughs> Bane is gonna counter the Inquisition. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what? I've never been a fan of multiple force users. Like, <laughs> more than two is just right. <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> and Riva, you can't put any of that stupid uh, uh, healing immunity on us. Ah, take that. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Bane. He looks 
No, he looks awful, but um, the the kit looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I am excited for Bane. I'm disappointed we have to wait until week two, but... Yeah. That's fine. I will take advantage as soon as he comes out. You know what sucks, actually, is... um. Uh, so my my middle account, Professor X, has uh, has unlocked the Eternal Emperor, and it's his seventh Galactic Legend. He's starting to get to yep. be a, like a normal side like big a whale yep yep a whale sure <laughs> <laughs> but but he he's also gonna have bane because of sarah's uh amazing tireless work <laughs> and right. so you know huge shout out to sarah of course uh but uh sith eternal emperor is currently bugged right now for the ultimate mission and i can't earn ultimate shards i'm maxed out on oh that's right currency yeah. and like you try to do it I, like i just try to jump in to to get some ultimate uh, you know to do the ultimate mission and it, it they already blocked it off it's 150 uh to get in and you can only have 144 huh. excellent yeah so i'm i'm just sitting there i i was really hoping when they got when that patch came out this is the first time that i've been like hurry up dude like what the hell right. like how how did they mess this up like what? What the hell just happened? Where we can't we can't have, uh, like I can't have my Galactic Legend Ultimate. Like this guy's been around for how many years? Right. It's driving me crazy, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I I get that. That's and Sith Eternal is kind of one of those ones that needs his ult. <laughs> oh, he is. It's not like JML, which obviously the ult is nice, but. You know, JML can still kill stuff without the ult. Yeah. Sith Eternal, uh, you can kill gas. <laughs> yeah, yep. he'll kill gas. That's about it. That's that's what he's got. Yeah. You, you know what? Sith Eternal is probably going to be fantastic against Gungans. He honestly, he probably will be. <laughs> like uh, they'll be like, what? What am I going to do without protection? <laughs> He's like, no, correction, what Misa gonna do without protection? <laughs> he's gonna correct their grammar as he's killing them. That'll be great. Yeah. No, I mean, he's he's from their planet. Originally. Ah, true, true. Yeah. So he knows their weakness. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what What will you do without, without protection? They're like, just not, I'll just sit here without any health. He's like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> We're on the same page here, bud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, probably it'll end up being that if you have to use Seal Eternal on uh on the the Gungans, that the Gungans get the better end of the deal on that, even if you get a perfect score against them, because, uh, you know. A galactic legend, especially with Bane to to help lift. Right. Seems like that's more expensive. that might be the faction that you don't need to tie Bane to Sith Eternal, and you can send him somewhere else. That's true. That's true. You could send him with Lord Vader, or um, you know, Savage or Treya or something. Right. I don't know. I I do know that everyone's asking me how to mod him and which Zetas and o Omicrons are most important. And 
Um, I'll have that video out in a couple of days, but <laughs> I mean, so far it's just looking like a ton of health, probably. Yeah, I mean, he's basically modded like a mini Ray. That's at least what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, like like some offense would be nice, but um, yeah, he's looking. He's he's gonna be a good kit for sure. And now now that they gave him a bonus turn, it's so good, man. Uh, you know, it just it just widens hit the gap of I mean, maybe he's not gonna go before Inquisition, I guess, but because they get a bonus turn and they, yeah. they get all the turn meter to go with it. But um otherwise, yeah, he, he's looking good. He'll he'll be fine. They'll right. Be, He'll be killing lots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I have no no uh, worries about about Bane's fit on, on my roster. He's and honestly, I think he's going to be pretty good, even if you don't have a Galactic Legend to go uh, with him. Yeah, I'm sure he will be. Um, He'll just drop a lot of banners. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Prime with the. With the swear word here, relic ten bane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! You know when? So, for those of you that don't know, we have had our first account, and I think second account now that every single character is R nine, um, every single one, and. You know, good on him. Like it's his money, not mine. I don't care. Um, yeah, people spend stupid money on like a fountain in their house. Right. Like, like that's that's forty thousand dollars. Really? <laughs> like what? Okay. So right. I, I mean, uh, relic nining your your uh your totally ass characters. Like, I mean, I'm gonna say the same. Okay, to that. <laughs> right. Um. So here's the question, though, like, the road ahead just came out, which means, realistically, there's nothing coming for the next six months. Um, who, where, like, what does he do now? What do they do? Everything is maxed. I think I'd get bored, honestly. Like, part of this game, like, the... The true joy of this game for me is the planning of your account and managing your resources and stuff. Like, I love GAC. I really do. But, I, like, my main account, I, I do like strategizing for it. And if I had enough time, I'm, I might actually be scouting and stuff. But it costs it cost me so much time. And, uh, right. you know, I just, it's too much of a headache to to really try to fit that in. And so I, I, do, I have worse results than maybe I could have. And... I don't know. Uh, I, I just, I don't know what joy there is to having every character maxed out, and then like you play GAC and you still lose sometimes. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I guess maybe they could really focus on mods, but my guess is that they probably have decent mods. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think so. It's funny. One, one of the people in my guild was complaining, like. Man, CG really screwed up with this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, who the hell cares that they are nine mob enforcer? Like, when we go up against that guild, that's not going to make any difference. Like, at some point, the character is getting leveled up. 
just don't matter. And he had all the important ones before these packs came out. Like, it's not like he didn't have the important ones then. So, who the hell cares? Spend your money how you want to spend it. I have no issue at all with people who want want to spend all that money. Um, I, I it does seem a little bit like this was CG a little bit. I mean, this so I say this all the time, so I'm just I'm want to make let people know I'm being self aware here. But it just seems like they keep taking these steps toward Relic Ten that that are that's just like this inexorable like oh this is it this is gonna be it. But but now. They they've just stopped. It's like they let the dog off the leash. Like, go run run free. Like, get as right. much relic nine as you want, because that isn't gonna matter in a little bit. Because relic ten is gonna be here, and you have to hit the reset button, and you suddenly have two hundred fifty some characters that are, you know, quote unquote, need <laughs> relics. Right. Yeah. Um. Two sixty one yeah. now. Jeez. It, yeah, absurd, isn't that? Um, it, it just... Like, when are they going to give the next progression system? Like, just... It's not going to be at least for six more months. That means we're going to have almost... What, almost three years of no new progression system? Yeah, it's been a long time. But, yeah, like, I, we got yeah. the... I mean, it's what what was those the thing that, that we can buy the attenuators or whatever like that's yeah. that's not it's not really I mean it's a progression system but it's it's not much of one it's like a half step if that right and like I guess you can and technically you can count datacrons because it's not a progression system progression system but it kind of is at the same time um you know, a temporary progression system. But that's still, you know, that's still not, you need more to work on. I don't know. I don't know. And this road ahead had nothing in it. So I guess I, we're not getting it. I They're working on something. I, I don't think... Uh, so like the raid, they they've been they've been working on other stuff besides a new raid, and like it's almost too early for them to be working too much on it, anyways. I mean, probably a little bit, but like, I I doubt that they're busy full time with just the raid, you know, and they give us this little um, they give us this little node like the the new Rise of the Empire node, and that's not gonna take all their time either developing guns like that i I just i don't buy it i think uh, you know they they went totally almost completely off the grid for two months you know a a couple of little things that that let help them tell us set them apart from heroes of middle earth like hey we're still alive and we care about you you know heroes of middle earth devs were like we don't (laughs) we don't we're not um But so that like they poked their head in a couple times, but otherwise they went totally dark for two months. And now like the things that they're working on are just like pr- almost like pretty standard at this point. I, I they've got something cooking. And I mean, I think if if they do relic ten, it it's probably it's probably a really big balancing thing. I bet that it's it would be a pretty massive release, is my guess. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. 
they've kind of with this road ahead, they kind of solidified the pattern of all right, legendary late spring. They didn't talk about a cap ship, but you know a capital ship is coming in that same time. Raid is coming in that same time, and I'm willing to bet the G uh, the next GL comes in that same time. Like it kind of feels like with this road ahead, they basically said, "Hey, the the things we've done for the last two years are happening this year. Get excited!" Um. Oh, and a new planet is going to be added yearly. It it almost feels like this is year three. It's like here's what's going to happen every year going forward. Here, here's the roadmap to to what's going to happen. We'll release like a new faction, a new a new capital ship, a new galactic legend. But no, right. no. I mean, maybe I I just I struggle to think that they're not going to like they they did revamp raids in a really big way not it too did. not too long ago. Like it was it was well, I mean, technically the announcement was 1 year ago, like 2 weeks ago. Yeah, like it, it's, it's not been that long since they revamped it, really, because we didn't have the full nine months on the crate raid, and we're still not that super far into the, the Ewok raid yet. So, uh, you know, like the, even though they announced the third raid, it's, it's still a ways away. And, right. um, and, and Rise of the Empire, yeah, it's it's over a year old for sure, but like they, they revamped that pretty nicely. I, I have a hard time thinking that they're just saying, yeah, you know what? we're just good on game modes we're just not gonna we're not gonna like the territory war clearly needs a lot of love and you know i i have a hard time thinking that they just have no plans whatsoever for it i would like to agree with you but you know i <laughs> i need to see actual evidence of that uh but they need to do something like I'm not. I'm not telling you to cheer for him now. Like, wait. If I'll yeah. be absolutely, oh, yeah. wait. it's frustrating. I just, I, I do. I, I maybe call me, call me an idiot, but it, it seems like, it seems like it's, it's on its way eventually. It'll get here. But you're right. Yeah. It would have been nice if they said something about it on the road ahead. Right. It would have. Um, and that's that's kind of the problem of, but like. Both GAC and TW, I know GAC changed. It was two years ago now. Um, it was over two years ago, I should say. Um, but like, it's been over two years since we have had a PvP change. That's... Yeah. I mean, do we have to wait until December... Well, I mean, so to be honest, though, if if we're if we're going that direction, though, uh, they 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 spent a long time developing PvP, and the PVE people were like, "Dude, this sucks! Like, this is awful!" But uh, you know, like I I feel like that's that was kind of the story for a long time too, where. Where like we the PvP people got you know like we got GAC and territory war stuff and we got Omicrons and we, we got all this stuff um and it, it now it's PVE's turn they they needed a turn frankly they really did um but now it's the it's turned you know <laughs> the, right 
we need the pvp does absolutely need an update and that and just giving Karis characters i mean in a lot of ways that hurts the pvp scene by giving it really does some new characters it, it really does i i am excited like it, so the road ahead would have been a fantastic update post like if it was the normal tuesday or wednesday post and that's what they posted i would be like man this is an awesome post the fact that it's the road ahead and the only thing that it is is characters in a raid we knew we were coming was what was disappointing to me. And, like, I am excited for a new team. I don't necessarily love Gungans. I don't care about Gungans at all, to be honest with you. But it's going to be a new faction. And with the first character released, it already looks annoying as hell. Um, but... Like you said, it it almost mm -hmm. new characters almost make PvP worse because it's like we're adding another team. We're adding another team to a board that doesn't need another team. I mean, watching some some guys develop their board and they're just combining like we used to say, Yeah, you can afford one or two super teams on defense. Now every team is a combination team on some people's defense, and they're still full clearing and one shots, and you're just like Oh my god! Yeah, people just like haphazardly throw Malakos uh, on one of their galactic dark side galactic legend teams. I'm like, that didn't really help that much. I, I bet it hurt a lot. And he's like, nope, actually, I didn't notice. Right. Yeah, so and, and he stole a banner, so it was worth it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's the math. Right. There's eleven teams on defense. So 22 teams minimum needed to full clear the board. Um, that's only 110 characters, and we have 261 right now. Oh, yeah, and, and that's for 5v5. 3v3 is significantly right. fewer characters, actually, even, even though, ironically, you can kind of, I mean, you field more teams, but then it also feels, it's just because Galactic Legends don't dominate so much. Like the fact that you can keep eight galactic legends in clear, like basically just full clear your opponent with just those, yeah, is is just I don't know. It, it breaks it breaks something, and you know probably part of the reason that they aren't take that they're taking so long to update uh, PvP is I I'm at least I hope I hope that they find something a little more. Uh, uh, a, a little bit more elaborate, a little bit nicer than just, uh, you know, elegant, I guess is the word I'm looking for, than just adding more teams, because that's just going to turn people off of GAC more. Like, oh, really? I already spent, I was already going to spend an hour on it. You want an hour and a half now? Right, right. You can't just do the the TW of, we're just going to double the teams in each zone. Like, um, that, that They might be able to get away with that one more time but it's not like uh if the game keeps going for seven more years you know or however right. long like they they can't just keep doing that so what, what happens when we have 500 characters in this game we're gonna really have a gac that can accommodate that many characters right yeah. um they need a new game mode and have it be like a campaign mode gac or something weird well i mean i think that that's kind of 
where I would go TW wise, not necessarily GAC, but kind of like steal the Rise of the Empire map and almost make it like TW like a campaign where you send certain people to different planets. Yeah, I've been pushing for that for for a while, man. I right. I would love that. I I would absolutely love something where exactly like you you just send yeah you you and then you see you have you take a squad to to a planet you're like all right the five of us are gonna go take this planet for the five of them suddenly what your actions are and what your decisions are actually matter right yeah that sounds great man i would love that which is why it won't happen because they don't care um i don't I don't know. I think they care more. I bet they bet they care more right now about making us happy with our game. Now the rise well, of uh or whatever the the Middle well, Earth yeah. game. Now but, they have to keep the studio open. Um Well, exactly. I I think I think they're like, "Oh my gosh. We we really 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 got to kiss the players' asses right now and make sure that this game stays open cuz uh you know, it's it does it apparently doesn't just, you know, successful games don't just you know, create themselves for the for the hoping of it, right? You know, that's that that's a rough time for them, man. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to see it coming when in the first days of the game, the same bugs that were in Swaga showed up in that game, and it's like, oh, that's awkward. Yep. So someone's cutting corners. Right. Uh, um, yeah, no, I think they, I mean, it's going to be really interesting because, like, this is the game that they have to focus on now. And, and it's it's literally a, they have to focus on this game. So do we see additional content? Do we see more, like, do they shift workers it back to Swaga? Um, right. Well, I mean, I mean, I know that the gaming industry right now is going through a pretty rough time of it. In fact, like there's a lot of layoffs going on, even for successful companies, because uh, you know, and it, they they've done a lot of analysis on it, and like the, the probably the most convincing arguments that I've heard or discussions on it have been along the lines of COVID kind of artificially inflated the the field more yeah. than more than. Uh, you know, and people kind of tricked themselves into thinking, oh my gosh, gaming is bigger than ever and it's going to stay that way. Whereas pe- gaming was bigger than ever because a lot of people were like, well, I, be- I may as well like game because I, I <laughs> can't do something outside or this whatever, you know, with my friends. Or maybe that was the way to spend time with their friends was to, you know, play a game uh, where they don't have to be next to each other. You know, they could just kill each other. Uh, but one way or another, the field got got you know too much, and I mean I think I think that happened too with with like our our streaming and the channels and stuff. And like I feel like um once once COVID started dying out, like my channel took a little dive, a little dip, and oh, yeah. um you know I'm like back to my point where I was like at my height when I was like during COVID. I'm like yeah COVID, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but but like. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it it's affecting us all, and it's just taken this long for the gaming industry to kind of realize that maybe they shouldn't be employing this many people. 
uh, as a like responsible thing for their income i guess not not yeah. that not that i want anyone to get fired but by any like i never want that but i think i think that that's the realization that they're coming to is that they're hiring they've hired too many people and cg is not immune to that i'm sure you know i bet right. i bet when they started working on heroes of middle earth i bet that they were like dude we can't possibly fail look at how many people are playing games right now yeah yeah, yeah. Like the market probably just looked way different to them. They're like, man, like anything with one of the big franchises is just going to be a, a massive hit. So let's just copy paste Swaga and, and put some some like Lord of the Rings pretend skins on because they're not they don't look like the movie characters like you brought up before, which I think is a really good point. Um, you know, but but even still, like. I was interested in it anyways, just the idea of it, because I've read the books. I like the, you know, I I, right. I just like the world, but I, I just can't afford to play more than one game at a time. But anyways, I'm just rambling here. I just, I think that, I, I think that, yeah, that hopefully they, they're able to retain some of their devs, I, I guess, is at the end of the day. It makes a little sense to me that here's a Middle Earth failed, given a lot of different factors. And I I hope to your point that they do keep some of the devs from there and that they are working on uh really epic territory wars for us. Please, <laughs> God, please. Right. Yeah. I, I wanna like territory wars. I like every time I read the Omicrons now, like I've started I've like I've like started something in me. I'm like <laughs> I want to, yeah. I, I, I'm like interested in the kits again and the interactions. And I'm like, I'm not in the guild at all to, to actually like enjoy those interactions, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm really interested right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, I am not holding out any hope, you know, I'm not holding my breath. We'll see what comes. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, the The road ahead just did nothing to instill faith in me. Um. So I guess we'll see. No, I mean, uh, yeah, it shouldn't. You shouldn't be like, oh, yeah, like my faith in CG has never been higher. Like. Uh, a game with a really well-known IP just crashes and burns really hard, like really fast. And, and right. like, and when they first tried to launch it, it, it had epic errors and issues. And yeah, I uh, <laughs> I agree, but yeah. I I don't know. But so, why why do you think why do you think this the the Galaxy of Heroes? has stuck around like because you, you and i have always kind of resisted the idea that this is only around because of the ip and i, I think right. i think that here is a middle earth do, does kind of prove like you can't just have a well-known ip like there, there are tons of people into in, into lord of the rings stuff right now so ah. what, what do you think and people people are pissed at, at disney and at, you know what they're doing with all the shows and stuff like the yeah. fan fandom at large uh, are are just kind of I, I don't share as much pessimistic pessimism with with them but i feel like that's that's the pervasive thing is people are just angry at disney so my guess is that galaxy of heroes isn't just here because of the ip but i'd be interested to hear what you think 
Um, yeah, I think this game, so as much as people complain about it and complain about the whales and complain about the packs, this game is still incredibly free-to-play friendly. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, like we don't have red stars or we don't have a lot of this stuff that other games have. We have, um, you know, we, we have a release cadence that everybody can farm a character and realistically farm. I mean, on my all, I don't spend the money to get characters like legendaries the first time. I can almost always get them the second time. Um, just without spending money um you know and when i say free-to-play friendly i don't mean you're going to finish in the top 20 as a free-to-play player i'm sure somebody can uh but i mean you can be competitive with other people in your brackets while being 100 free-to-play i mean calvin has proved that for seven years i think he's played yeah however long um, for a long, long time, for sure. And so there's that. That That is a large portion of it. The game is actually entertaining at times. Like, when you, when you develop, when you devote time to GAC, like, it gives, it scratches a bunch of itches, you know? It scratches the, um, the strategy issue itch it stra- scratches the collection itch it kind of it gives a, a lot for people to talk on a discord server um i think there's i mean i think there's a lot of reasons to be around or that it's hanging around and it's not it, it hasn't gone down into the like we're only gonna we only have minor characters left type thing because i think that's another big part problem with i large ips is at a certain time they start getting into the well we're going to release this random character that was in this comic book once um get excited <laughs> right you know oh um, yeah yeah that, like well that that's why lord of the rings could be so good for at least for some of the fandom like the rabid fans at least like there's a huge number of characters. There's thousands of years worth of characters and lore to pull from. But and Star Wars has that. But you're right. Like other a lot of a, a lot of the IPs, you're like, uh, I I don't know, man. I don't I don't recognize that at all. What the hell is that? Right. That's a good point. Um. Yeah. Because ever, <laughs> I I used to play Marvel Contest the Champions before I came here. And that game is still around, by the way. It's, I think, 11 years old now. Um, Good for that player base, man, if they're still living it. Yeah. I, I I did not expect that. But you see some of the characters they're releasing, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. who? Um, the comic, like, comic books, yeah. I mean, Mar- the Marvel stuff is a great example, because... I've only casually enjoy that stuff. Like I, I never read the comic books at all. I don't think I've ever owned a single, a single Marvel right. comic book. And, and so, you know, people are like, Oh yeah. Like the silver surfer. I'm like, what? 
but at least the Silver Surfer has been in movies. But like, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that's not even a great example. I'm just taking yeah. from my like super casual standpoint. Like, <laughs> you, you get to the point of like, what? Yeah, I yeah. don't know the incredulity. Yeah, the um. So I'm on their page. The last three releases in that game has been the Serpent, the Destroyer, and Dust. Who the hell are those people? <laughs> like, and I'm I'm into Marvel stuff. Um, and it's just who? Uh, yeah, I mean, and yeah, yeah, Galaxy of Heroes is also just. I mean, for a long time, it it was getting out of control. Like they released five Hans, like oh, yeah, it's crazy fast. Like people people were right to be like, really? I mean, I love Han. I, he's like one of my favorite characters. Like he, he's just so fun. But um, you know, that's that's like such a generic uh, take on things. But I do love him. Do I have five characters before like Leia gets her second character? Love him. <laughs> I I don't know. You know, probably right. not. Probably not quite that much. Um, but they're able to re like Star Wars also you can release multiple versions of these characters. And they've done a good job actually of, you know, every version of Leia and every version of Han, like they, they all have their own flavor. They've done yeah. I think I yeah. think the I think kits have been such a huge part of it. People complain about these novel length kits, and I, I get that. I, I complain too. I, I think that the kits though. And their interactions, and it's just like somehow they've managed to keep the game mostly balanced. I realize every once in a while, and Datacron's kind of exacerbated a little bit. Sometimes you're like, my head is melting a little bit from this team. Yeah, but that I, I I've said it so many times, but I'm just astounded at how well the game is balanced after this many years of adding just random characters and stuff. Like, how is CLS still relevant? But he still is. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree with you. Um, you know, one of the biggest complaints I see from people are now the new factions that come out and all the abilities say, like, if everybody was from this faction, and I get why there's complaints, because you want to mix and match and move people around, but at the same time, if they didn't put those limitations in, like, the game would just break. It It would be like... Oh yeah, you know a cartoon where they delete the one line of code that has that limitation in, and then all of a sudden you get like an error screen because the game is completely broken. Um, no, I mean that like the the idea of design space is just so you know it's I, I've talked about it before from a standpoint of like playing playing different war games like the the like miniatures and stuff and i know it's super it's even more nerdy than a mobile game prob- probably if there is such a thing but um it's <laughs> it's it, it, they're a lot of fun but but like the this game i used to play called war machine hordes it, it was like uh they, they were releasing too many characters uh, for yeah. how many for what was even practical to play and it was like starting to become unwieldy for the, all the factions it was like man you start to get some like insane um uh, combos and stuff with some of the characters and so what they ended up doing was like breaking it into okay like here's the design space for this like so you have little pockets within each faction yeah do their own thing and 
you know, so when they started doing that with Galaxy of Heroes, I was like, ah, that was smart. That was smart because I saw how well it worked for War Machine at the time. Um, sure. You know, it was, but I think that continues to be their strength, even as people might criticize it here and there. I think it just, it's just because they lack the, I don't know. It's it's more of like a, a macro knowledge of, of right. you know, like the, the bigger picture of, of how things fit. But um, yeah. And I mean, so everybody remembers the great nerfing, nerfing and stuff. Um, but when you look back in eight years of history of this game, they've done such a good job that there's been very few actual nerfs of a character. Right. The only reason that one is so memorable is because there have been so few of them. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And whether uh, whether or not they got that wrong, that maybe they did. I I don't know. I I tend to actually think that that was a fine. And it, it was barely a nerf for so like a couple of characters did get super nerfed, but like some of them got actually stronger. It just took us a while to realize it. Um. <laughs> right like general skywalker i'm like gosh he's so much like he's way better now he's just doesn't kill everything in one hit instantly right the way he used to but i mean he's subtly a lot better uh but even if that was a big miss on their end which i'm willing to admit the possibility of that uh they haven't had that many huge misses right know? if you call that their their most epic big miss like what? What would be the next biggest miss? I I don't even know. <laughs> Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have. <laughs> they shouldn't have released Zombie ever. <laughs> they should not have. No. <laughs> oh man. They would agree with us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that Zombie is probably number one on their list. Yeah, like if they could, if they could just like have all all their developers, like especially the the older ones, the ones that have been there for a while, put put like like five character names in a hat that have caused them the most headaches total. <laughs> I guarantee that the zombie would would make the list. On, oh, one hundred percent. It would be it would be on the top there. Yeah, there'd be a couple devs that just put in zombie five times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like really, that was my. It's only been my issue. Like I've had a fun career otherwise. Right. <laughs> oh. So like if if you could if you could choose to undo one of the following, which would you choose? Uh, would would you choose to undo the fact that all the players criticize you some oftentimes unjustly and really harshly and tell you you should get fired all the time? You take all this verbal abuse all the time, or would you take back zombie? <laughs> like most of them would be like zombie. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> oh, man. The, literally, the first time anything new comes out, the first test I do is, all right, here's Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka, and Zombie. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, like the most lore inappropriate thing right. possible, really. I mean, it's not that I really, I'm not, I'm not that much of a stickler for lore or whatever, but it is like, <laughs> there's just no way anyone ever intended for that to be a really good combo. Right. There's just no way. They're like, right. oh, I know what you should do. Let's make um, a character that all the good characters that we come across later just hide behind forever. You know? Yeah. But I have it be Nice Sisters for some reason. Right. Nice Sisters, I don't, don't like anyone else. They just like themselves. But <laughs> anyways. Yeah, it's, it's just a funny thing. No, I... I 
you know, so I saw, uh, you know, I, I see some a couple people in the chat saying like, I, I only like this game because of, uh, you know, uh, because of the IP. And, and I get that. Like, that's why you're here. That's that's maybe like one of the things that keeps your interest. And, and I get that. Like, that's why that's why Dragon Champions, which is arguably better run than a lot of th than this game and is kind of a, just a clone of this game. It doesn't doesn't have as big of a following um, is because it doesn't like the IP doesn't, you know, I tend to like fantasy better than, than like, you know, I, this is like a space opera, like a space fantasy right. thing anyways. But um, I, you know, I, I like that fantasy setting and castles and swords and all that probably a little bit better than the sci fi setting. But I mean, Star Wars has been important to me since I can since I had memory period like it's yeah. it's been crazy important to me and so of course i'm stuck around but that that doesn't save like there's been a lot of star wars games have gone belly up like that's not people don't just play it just because of the ip like enough people set it down that the game the ip doesn't save games no like, the the list of dead star wars games is very long yeah it's and it's it's sad, you know. I I was the victim to at least one of them. I played a couple of them that have gone belly up now. Though I quit Star Wars Commander, the Commanders, whatever it was, a while ago. It's like the Clash of Clans kind yeah. of kind of version of it. Um, I quit that one before it ended, but that's that's gone now. Um, you know, and Star Wars Uprising was such an awesome game, and it was narrative driven. It was canon, actually. The story yeah. in it was canon, and like. They literally they had to add, like it, it ended so abruptly that uh be, be, that they had to release the story elements that were already like approved for the game. They released them into the uh, Star Wars Aftermath books. <laughs> like they they yeah. like made that a condition. They're like, hey, you have to add this stuff because otherwise, like we, the people who played this game can't actually find out what happened. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I CG's got all all kinds of warts and stuff, but at the end of the day, I uh, it who knows who knows if we should trust them. They, I think there's a lot of reasons that Galaxy Heroes are still still around, though. Um, I I you know I wish I just wish I could know. I wish I could know like what what goes on. It, like between the different departments, who's making decisions, and like what the communications are of like. Okay, we're gonna release this kit. We're gonna release this faction. We're gonna make a lot of money. Versus the devs who are like, we're gonna make a really kick-ass kit, and we're gonna do you right. know like because other there's so many different elements, and, and guaranteed there's some friction there of like, man, we just wanted to make this really awesome faction, and no one can play it because uh, of this this reason, you know, but because they're charging too much, they're making it too inaccessible, you know. How, how do you think <laughs> the people who who released Leviathan, who worked on Leviathan, felt? When they realized that, like it, you just it was behind a conquest wall, right? Yeah, you know, like what? I I would love to know what that exchange is because it seems like, it seems like it's run by two different groups. And one group, I'm like, yeah, those guys are awesome. And the other group, I'm like, ah, oh, we can find another group and wouldn't be that big of a loss. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So what? 
What are you hoping for then? Like what ideally, what's the number one thing that needs to be fixed in this game? If you could just wave your magic wand and fix, uh, you know, choose one area in the game that got a ton of attention from the devs and was suddenly magically fixed pretty quickly. What would you choose? TW. I mean, we're playing the same TW that we've played for six years. Like, I, um, it, it needs to be TW next. Yeah, man. No, I, I agree, actually. That's that's what I would pick. Um, I, I don't... I mean, I think it's just because I want to like TW. I mean... <laughs> It came out before GAC. I I loved it, it so much. Like it I did. was real. You and I spent a long time planning for it and trying to figure it out back when yeah. we ran our own guild. And you know, like that was. I just remember like trying to talk people into it. I'm like guys, I promise, if we all work on Night Sisters and Grievous teams, <laughs> we're gonna benefit. People are like, I don't know, man. I don't think they're good. Uh, you know, like trying to talk the whole guild into it was, was yeah. such an endeavor, but. Yeah, it was fun, and um, and you know we went on that crazy win streak for a really long time, and we did. It was good, and and then now, now it's uh, I I just uh, you know, it's gotten so organized and so, I don't know, it just feels like too much of a machine to me at this point. I you know too impersonal. I would like, I've, I've just the same old complaints as ever, but. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. We we really need a bigger board in TW. I mean, like, when you look at just all of the gauntlet guilds, not not just mine, not not just our battles. Like, you look at all of the gauntlet guilds right now. I would say, like, no guild in an inter gauntlet matchup has lost more than two hundred banners total. Um, because there's just so few teams. Like it's 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 sixteen total teams you need because in TW you're hopefully you're not cleaning stuff up. Um, right. So that that's a total of eighty eighty characters being used. Um, for TW. That's that's nothing. That's. <laughs> That's literally less than a quarter of your roster being used. Um, right. Well, it, it starts to be a, like this thing where, you know, at, at least with GAC, I, I use most of my Omicrons usually because they're all, you know, makes the teams all good. But I feel like it's starting to get to the point where I remember one time you said, like, if, if you get the Grievous Omicron, like you'll always be able to use it in one way or another, or not the Grievous, sorry, the Droidica one, yeah, um, for the Grievous team. And I, I don't think you were like wrong in your sentiment or or in like the the idea that it was really strong. I'm not trying to contest that, but I feel like it, it's getting to the point where another TW team appears, and it's gonna just shove one of those really strong teams just out, just goodbye. Like you don't, we don't get to use you anymore because you're just not strong enough. You can't compete with the top 16 or the top, you know, I guess there's probably a flex three or four teams that, you know, you use situationally, but, um, you know, it's getting to the point now that you you just can't use all the teams that you've developed. You, you can't. The most interesting part about it now is 
there is no actual filler team anymore. Like not not at the top. I mean, obviously, the further down you go, there there are. Um, but like, there's no there's no true filler teams, um, uh, which is just amazing. It, it it's amazing. Like, I think the last time last, our last battle, the weakest team that we fought was like. Sir Ufus, like that, that. That's the filler team <laughs> on the board. Um, it, no. it's just, it's just, you know, 80, 80, 80 out of two hundred and sixty-one tunes. That's that's what's used. <laughs> yeah, uh, at least at the top. Well, yeah. and it doesn't. It's uh, ironically probably smaller guilds are not not nearly as efficient, and they end up using way more t characters. <laughs> they, they oh man, they don't have as like many back, developed. All the people that lose on the back wall, Mon Mothma. Um. <laughs> yeah, yep. But you know, you always have that that thread of like, <laughs> like, I I love that message. Like, don't don't use anything but Galactic Legends. No, not even Nice Sisters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It, it, the the so three we didn't really talk about it here, but three PO bot and um hotbot have added the command in where now it pulls the the data from the game that you can see when you just change the language, but um it pulls the data on who's preloading teams or who's who lost battles without having to report and Mm. It, it's magic that the back wall Mon Mothma losses ended when the officer said, hey, we're going to pull this report. Weird. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> that is actually really funny. I didn't know that that existed right now. I didn't know that. I, I know that they had that functionality for, 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 uh, you know, like other languages, like in French or German or what, whatever. Yeah. Um, But now they're actually pulling the data that's that is fantastic <laughs> and people are like oh shoot okay <laughs> all right all right fine i'll be accountable finally yeah uh <clears throat> all right so let me ask you this is a podcast question um uh but it, it's it kind of fits with our conversation I guess this could go to TW or GAC. So questions about a stamina type system in GAC, but it's not the stamina system that you're thinking about. Question is, it's a defense stamina system. So the enemy team would lose a percentage of stamina with each failed attempt on it. Um, obviously, the banners would drop for every failed attempt. So it's not like you, you know... You're gonna intentionally lose against this team to drop the stamina, and but it would let people clear more just with heavy, heavy losses um, and he a heavy cost to the banner. So the defense team, you know, loses twenty percent stamina per battle, and then the offense team just loses a crap ton of banners per battle. But it's almost. Um, you know, it stops like that 
oh god i am in kyber 2 and or a rhodium 2 and i can't clear because my opponent has supreme leader kylo or something yeah i mean i i like that a little bit better uh i mean it, it really does it it devalues certain teams though i mean some of the times it's like well the only reason i won was because my opponent couldn't clear me and i could clear them like it was an ugly fight and i dropped a ton of banners but at least i could clear my opponent all they had to do was i mean it, it that's a little better than the stamina stuff we've been talking about i guess that, that we've heard about um yeah I, I just struggle with like then you could just start standing one character in at a time. You're like, all right, listen, I just I, I don't know if I can clear this raid team. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna send in like twelve bad characters one at a time, and then I'll just go one shot the raid team, get a couple banners back for undersizing it, and then I don't have to worry about that raid team. But I, and I still have more than enough banners to beat my opponent. Right, I think it has to be different. Um, then the current system where it's just, you know, after two losses, you don't lose additional banners. I think it would have to be, you know, with each loss, you're losing maximum banners. Uh, so if you could get 65, then the first loss, you, you lose 20, second loss, you lose 10, and then each subsequent one, you're losing five or 10. I think right. that's that's what it would have to be. It, it couldn't be like the current system of 30 is really the max banners you can lose. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd play around with that. I, I guess I just feel, I feel like, uh, you know, I mean, you probably don't have that many matches that are, um, you know, you... Right. You, you play you play more efficiency style. Like, I, I have these matches where I'm like, yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I, I hope my opponent can't clear me because I, I dropped 250 banners. Like, someone <laughs> wouldn't... My, my opponent would look at that and they'd be like, I only see one team that I can't possibly clear right now on one shot. So, instead, I'm just going to ignore that one, drop 60 banners, 65 banners, and still win. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah. Uh, I'd I'd be I'd be willing to take a look at that though for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's the most interesting that I've heard from the stamina. I kind of like it, um, but it, it we would need we would need a change in scoring. But like if you let's say you go in and you want to drop a team to zero stamina, but you can only get you lose all the bonus points. You can only get banners for how much health and protection characters you had. So, like, their max points were 10. <laughs> Normally, it's 65. I, I don't think that that... Like, I think that would be a good punishment. Like, clear one team, lose 55 banners. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it... It It might... Like I said, I'd be willing to try it. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I, I just struggle to see these things uh, and be like, oh, yeah, that'd work for sure. Yeah. I, I just have no idea. But that, I mean, like I said, I'd, I'd try it. That's probably my favorite stamina idea so far. Yeah. Um. Though, uh, though it doesn't really solve. I feel like the other stamina stuff. The the, uh, you know. I I just. I feel like that makes it almost in some ways easier. Even like you're just gonna clear more often at least. Yeah, I mean it. It all but guarantees a full clear. 
Right. And right now we're kind of talking about how it's like almost too easy anyways, in a way. Like we're we're well, getting to yeah. the point of the we're we're playing super teams right now. Right. So we don't have enough slots to it's like, gosh, I really I'm not gonna use that character. I guess I, I should just like add him to this random team. He'll he'll add he'll <laughs> add a little bit to him at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um Oh, Bo-Katan, man. What does... How does Bo-Katan do against Inquisition? Um, I think. I think in 3v3 she won, didn't she? Probably. She definitely won against Imperial Remnants. Um, I'm pretty sure in 3v3 she won. A 3v3 and 5v5 are obviously two very different things, but Yeah, I wonder I wonder how that's gonna go. I'll just I'll have to think about that. Because gosh, that'd be so weird that that's what we had to use Bo Katan on. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, Bo was 99.53% effective against Inquisitors. Gosh, yeah. I mean that's not too surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> just just a little good. <clears throat> I mean, I think it should work in fives. Um I don't know. But at the same time, Bo is good on defense in threes. There's more counters to her in fives. So who knows? Yeah, I don't know. She scares me, actually, with the cron. I, I'm glad everyone just kept her for offense. That was good. Thank you. Keep doing that, please. Yeah, well, so in three, in fives, it's a lot more RNG on whether or not she gets a kill off the bat. Just because instead of her picking from one of three targets to randomly attack, right. with the chance that one of them doesn't have protection, it's now only a 20% chance because it's one in five. Or if you have a summon, it's one and six. So um I think right. Bo I think Bo in 3v3 was very like a very legitimate defense team. Um in 5v5, I don't know if it is. I, I mean it's just that one, like you spin the wheel, and if you right. get lucky, then you're just like, oh, look at that. I one shot Treya instantly. Like <laughs> right. bummer. So, yeah, it's a it's a big question mark right now. Yeah, I don't know what I don't really know what to think of it. I was just, yeah, I'm trying to think. So, some part of my subconscious is like, how the hell am I going to beat Inquisition this season? <laughs> I'm sure Ed Red will do it. We'll they'll pull it off. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Bet on that. <laughs> yep. Oh, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inquisition's probably the one team I haven't figured out the solution for right now yeah it's they're scary man they really are um you know yeah you can't like supreme leader kylo he just uh he can't stun him right you know he could he could one shot reva if he actually gets enough damage to do it but i don't know if he gets enough turns um ray just kind of gets ability blocked to hell 
Maybe Jabba does it. Jabba probably beats it. Anyways. Anyways. Yep. Now gets um, Empire. Yeah, maybe. Speaking of bow, if you don't have bow, where does Paz get used? Um shoot, he I mean he assists everywhere, man. Like if you if you have the Paz Cron, yeah. He's I, I'm kind of I, I kind of wish I had. Uh like I mean in some ways, like you attach him to cat. I mean, he's 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 like Cat in the sense that once you have Bo-Katan, he has to go with Bo-Katan, but you know, and Cat has to go with Jedi Master Kenobi. But if you don't have him, uh, or if you don't have Bo, then you could just put him a lot of places. Like probably a lot of good scoundrel teams is my guess. I don't I don't really know, or I don't know. Like, I, would he be good with Ray? He just assists every single time against everything. Yeah. Right? Every time you do it, every time you take a turn, he he assists, and he does a decent amount of damage with it with his basic. What what do you think? Where should he go? I don't know. Um, I mean, you could probably make a filler defense team, which is light side Mandalorians that steals banners. Um, but I don't, I don't know if he's great. Like if he's a solid option anywhere. Yeah, I, it seems like he'd be a good filler somewhere. Like he could fill some slot decently. Yeah. Yeah. Jawas killed that. Jawas, Jawas are going to be an interesting part of the meta this season too. Probably not get used, but. Well, that's that's part of the problem of chasing is you don't get a chance to use Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you get desperate against Inquisitors, I could probably use Jawas to kill yeah. all but Reva, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like they wouldn't last long enough normally, but with the Kron, they probably stay alive long enough to 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 kill to kill most of the Inquisition. Kill seventh. Yeah. I mean, they do enough AOEs that the whole team gets a ton of thermals. I, I would think if you could live long enough, obviously the, the big question is living long enough, but you think right. that you'd probably be able to... You can make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Where there's a Java, there's a... Or where there's a Java, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> True. Where there's a Java, there's a way too. Probably a much easier way. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Java's kill a few good good teams, but um, ah, this this is gonna be such a silly season. Uh, I, I hope I hope we don't get one shot. Probably will a lot though. I'm in the top fifty right now. I might have get oh, knocked yeah. out. But... I mean, I'd be shocked if you're not getting one shot most of the time. Just because I'd be shocked if most people aren't keeping six GLs on offense. Um Gross. <laughs> I mean the the problem really is though, 
it's kind of like one of these questions of do you keep the off meta that kills the GLs or do you keep the GLs that kill the off meta? Um, it's kind of this game of is your opponent going to set the GLs or is your opponent going to set the off meta? Because um, if, if they, I mean, I don't want to set GLs to just get 50 or 65 um, by a non-GL, right? So then you take it for offense, and then it's like, oh, I just I'm running into my opponent that thought the same as me, and guess we're killing off meta in the back. I don't know. Right. Well, it, and that's that's the issue. Like I, I, I like the conclusion I came to was I probably want to just put my a lot of GLs on defense and hope someone. Hopefully, I can come up with enough problematic things that the GLs at least. Uh, you know they have a they have a hard time clearing them, and you know people make mistakes. Yeah. Maybe not people in the top fifty, but um, I mean, unless I'm in the top fifty, then at least one of them makes mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, you know, I I like putting G, uh, GLs on defense is good if if you really really buy into it and stuff. And the I think the thing is just making sure you map out your counters. The big thing, like you said, though, is. Can your off meta efficiently kill off meta? Because that that might end up happening. Like if right. if you if your opponent keeps their GLs, you know, can they kill your GLs with theirs? I think this is like you know you're gonna eat uh you know chicken or fish really you know can <laughs> can you can you do well in both both things and that that's what I'm trying to digest is like well if someone does place Inquisition like I've been thinking I'm probably gonna keep my Inquisition. So probably everyone else is going to, but if they don't, if they play Inquisition, how do I beat them with my off meta with the when I don't have GLs? I don't know. Right. Yeah, I, I can't imagine myself, at least for week one, I can't imagine a situation where I take Inquisitors on offense. Um just how do you kill them? <laughs> how do you kill them? Well, maybe you just don't. Maybe right. it's just your time to go. <laughs> oh, as long as it's my opponent's time. That's that's all I care about. And not mine. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, well, Inquisition, they have that that big uh fail point where if they don't have doubt on them, then Phoenix still kill them. But right now, there's almost no reason to even keep your Phoenix intact because that's the big kill the Phoenix get is Inquisition and and Phoenix gets shut down the hardest ever by doubt. Like you oh, just yeah. you just instant yeah. insta lose. Yep, doubt is just <laughs> Phoenix. You like buffs and turn meter. Too bad. <laughs> right. What are the th two things you like the most? <laughs> buffs and turn. Oh, we could cancel both of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm making myself sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really depressing, man. Um, well, the, the really hilarious thing is my, my little account is just not going to face any of this. Like my, my Phoenix, <laughs> my Phoenix are going to kill the hell out of people. Fair. I think my alt is now my alt is right on the border with K2 right now, but even last week, I, like every opponent had six or seven doubt crons. And I was like, oh, Okay. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, even even my little account has six Doubtcrons. Right. Yeah. 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 My main account, every team, every team will have Doubt. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's just it's just so good. And it it really messes with you when you're like, man, I think Jedi Master Luke might have a chance here. Oh, you can't actually get your you may as well not have your <laughs> ult. You should have right. saved your ultimate mats, because you can't right. get your ult. <laughs> okay, mud bum. Um uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that I think that that's the that's the biggest the biggest thing is how is doubt going to shift things? How are like, how is the perspective going to shift? And so like, I, I'm probably going to keep Malgus for offense because yeah. he doesn't really mind being, he's like, I don't care about buffs that much, really a little bit, but yeah. not as much as most teams. And he doesn't care about turn meter either. Right. I mean, a little uh, bit, like I said, but mostly it's, yeah, it's just raw, yeah, raw charisma and speed. So, yeah, he's gonna. I don't know. Like, like, will he? We talked about like, was he gonna kill Inquisition? Maybe we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm super interested, man. I'm, I'm stoked yeah. for this for this season. It's gonna be fun, or maybe I'll just hate every or, minute of or it. Or it won't be. <laughs> yeah, you're like, man, I'm gonna have this really great vacation. It's gonna be so good. Oh, <laughs> never mind. That sucked. That was awful. Never mind. Um. Yeah. So, what what's the what's the team are you interested in playing the most? Like uh, and I don't know, probably Bow, because I know a lot of people are going to try and make anti Bow Lord Vader teams. Um, just because they're going to insist on Lord Vader on defense and. Every every anti bow team I've seen is like susceptible to literally everything else, so I'm probably looking forward to bow the most, just because she's gonna mess with people's heads. Like I'm just taking Lord Vader on offense, uh, but you know, you know, just her existence and people just insist on putting Lord Vader on defense, so she's just going to mess with people's heads. Oh, absolutely, man. She's had only only three hundred. Sorry, three hundred. May as well be three hundred. Uh, three thousand people have her. So, yeah, we'll see. It. I mean, we don't have a date for her, but yeah. Uh, let's see. March tenth would be. So this is week one, week two. March tenth would be if she comes back on like the eleventh. Since she was on the tenth this month, if she comes back on the eleventh, she'll be available again for the final week. Okay. Uh and so and I wonder I wonder how many more will show up. I, I'm not convinced that they're going to have an event every month, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Um I kind of hope they do for my alt sake, but I guess I guess we'll see. Um, I was looking at the the number of days between each bow event, and it it was such a weird number. It's like eighteen, then twenty four, then twenty. Like it's not even consistent in the numbers. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, we'll we'll see. It's just a huge caveat right now. Maybe. Right. A, a, an enormous maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Um. Uh, yeah, I hope. But I guess for your sake, I hope. I hope everyone. I hope everyone who's been farming, bow fastidiously. I mean, you have to think that it's going to come out at least one more time before her cron goes away for good. Right. But I guess you're not. We're not guaranteed anything. Yep. So, I mean, we talked about a lot of this stuff uh, during the roundtable. Um, one thing I, I like, what are you working on right now, Solo? I hope you're not working on another Ewok. Please don't, <laughs> please don't tell me Ewoks. I'm going <laughs> to just leave. <laughs> um, no, right now I'm, I'm building the signal data for, um, for Bane. Yeah, that's um, fair. Yeah. Um that is that is number one. Uh and then actually it is log ray next. <laughs> um <laughs> so goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um well you know why? It it's honestly it's just because quality of life um adding logre into the piet han team is going to make me stop having to reset that team like for 15 minutes and so it's just worth it it's just worth it what okay so what do you do you have a good ewok squad now like what what's the what are your What's your major I mean, weakness I, I, if you wanted to run your, your the best Ewok team possible? Like what what would you I, I basically do? Um dude. Let's see. Hold on, I'll pull them up. <laughs> uh so I have R8 Chirpa, R7 Nisa. And well, here's the problem. I'll have R8 Logray. So those three are set. The problem is Paplu and Wicket are staying at five. Like that there's no reason to level them up. I thought Pat Blue was actually fairly good in this. Does doesn't he have the evasion one? Does he? I mean Logbury's better. I know that. That's fair. I, I um, you would probably know Ben more than me anyways. I just uh that's been my perception. You know you, you would think because I am an admin on the grade server that I would know this, but um hold on. I can pull up the infographic of who has what ability. Oh, Paplu does. Oh, am I going to do Paplu rather than Logray? <laughs> Why not both, Solo? Because I only need one. Only one fits on that team. Um, I mean, I got to be honest with you. Doing Ewok Elder, like, was so much better for my life. Like, quality of life, it saved me probably 10 minutes per raid. Uh, oh no! See, Paplu doesn't have evasive maneuvering. He has hasty repairs. Hasty repair repairs is great, but Lagre has evasive maneuvering. Hmm. Hmm. You know, maybe I. Uh, I don't know. Now I'm gonna have to plot this out even more. 
<laughs> I'm glad I could complicate your life a little bit. <laughs> well, because um, Nisa has forest friends, um, which is the, the ability that gives you evasion and does damage that has no other evasion. So maybe I just add one relic level to Nisa rather than five to, or four to Lagre. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure this out. Um, I just, or maybe we do sure. He's got a face of maneuvering. I, I, I need somebody to calm Piet Han out. That, that's what I need. I need Piet and Han to calm the F down because I swear to God, Han evades so much that I need to reset so damn often. Um, that's fair. I I get two thousand or two million, uh, on the Han and Piet mission, which is usually the first try, and I just mail it in, just mail it right right in. Yeah, I mean, it's probably less important because I got Stark and Akbar up two raids ago. So now, now if I max, you know, max my runs i'm over 18 million so i can afford to not reset piet and han but i'm an overachiever at the same time um you know if you cared less about the raid you might have more time for rise of the empire territory battle for a new node <laughs> sorry let's not let's not get crazy here ah <laughs> uh, that's fine um what relic is your death trooper? Let me ask you that. Seven. Dude, he hits so hard under this new cron. Like that what I, what I learned is if you can call someone to assist, a lot of times you want to call him because he does a bonkers amount of damage even on his basic. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's funny cuz most of my guild has him eight because most of them went for the Luke Chewy death trooper version of that team um i did not right because rex was just i needed the points faster than i can get death trooper from five to eight so rex just went to eight but yeah most most of my guild has r8 on death okay yeah yeah he's good man i i got him I mean, even at five, he was doing some damage, but I got him to seven. I think that's probably going to be my last minute add. I'll I'll throw Relic 8 on Death Trooper right before lock, probably. Yeah. Um. I, I also, I put Relic 7 on Jedi Training Ray. Huh? Wait, Relic 7? I'm mean sorry. Eight? Yeah, was 7, now it's 8. I was yeah. actually just looking at my alt at Jedi Training uh -oh. Ray. Yeah. And she's still Relic 7 on that account. But I, I've been wanting to put 8 on her forever because her evasion just jumps up a little. A, a nice, uh, you know, an okay amount. But it's enough to... I feel like there's been a few matches it, it previously where, you know, uh, you know, I'm using Starkiller or whatever, and I kill Ray, I kill everyone. And yay, it's all, it's all happy. And then I can't kill their Jedi Training Ray. And the reason why, a lot of times is she's just too tanky and she started off she started building mastery too fast and i, I can't, yep. can't hit her and star killer isn't enough on his own to finish her off right 
Yeah, no, RA on JTR makes a lot of sense. Um, I haven't done it, but I've I've thought about it frequently, and then I just like, oh, look at the shiny object over here. <laughs> look at these shiny Ewoks. That's exactly. I, you know uh, what? I we should do a contest between you and Calvin to see who you can you can do Ewoks and see who can relic nine the your which faction first. Calvin with with Gungans, you with Ewoks. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even tune in. I would just smile every time I thought about it. <laughs> oh. Um. Anyways, but we should probably just go, man. Honestly, like we uh we're we're about to. I would still have a video I have to make tonight, and I mean, this is this the 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 time right before. Like, we didn't have any GAC to talk about. We just had we just had our um, round table. We could probably people might forgive us for having a shorter episode tonight. Yeah, and it's only shorter by about ten minutes. <laughs> That's um, so yeah. Let's uh, we can call it we can call it good here. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Um, remember that evil truly does suck. Oh man, he absolutely does, and he should listen to this because he needs it more than anyone. But don't be a dick, and it's never too late to stop being one. <laughs> Indeed. We'll see you guys on the hollow tables. Gosh, I don't remember saying that again. But we'll we'll see you guys on our streams and stuff this week. I'm sure. Yeah.